0: Please be advised that Six Degrees of Reality TV contains explicit language. Hi and welcome to Six Degrees of Reality TV, the podcast where two MFAs try to figure out what the hell is happening on our screen. My name is Amy and I hold an MFA in Creative Nonfiction.
1: And my name is Leslie, and I hold an MFA in creative writing fiction. And together, we are trying to uncover what it means to fall in love on reality TV.
0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Six Degrees of Reality TV. Today, we are looking at Married at First Sight, Season 13, Episode 5 The Keys to My Heart. I am your co host, Amy. And I'm Leslie. And of course, we have Coco. Yeah,
1: well, she's quiet today, so we'll see. She'll chime in. (laughs)
0: Okay. (laughs) All right. So, Leslie, today we're going to do something a little different. We're um, each covering a few of the couples, and we're going to start with Bao and Johnny. We're just going to go through everything that happened with Bao and Johnny. But first, I forgot about this. Mm -hmm. I have some notes on the uh, unfiltered. Oh, okay. So I decided to watch unfiltered from episode four, which was last week. Not much happens. But the really? big clip the big clip that everyone's talking about is that Johnny says kissing Bao was like kissing his sister.
1: <gasps>
0: Ooh, see, I just shied away from it because I was mm-hmm. like, I don't want
1: it to interfere with my thoughts and, like, my comments on it. But that is interesting. Huh. It's
0: interesting. And so that's the kind of, like, viral clip going around. But if you watch the whole show, like, in context, he kind of makes it seem like at first first it was like kissing his sister because
1: it was awkward because he kind of knew her but not really yes
0: yeah. yes so I did not watch the the unfiltered for this episode because like you I want to be completely untainted is that yeah. <laughs> want to be nice um, and pure and I also don't want any spoilers exactly so yeah. I'm kind of you know steering clear of that but I also wanted to say I looked up the hotel That they stayed at. Oh, yes. Tell me about that. Because Mariana hates it. (laughs) She hates it. I put it on our Facebook page. So if you don't follow us on Facebook, we're at Six Degrees of Reality TV on Facebook. Uh, It's called the Isla Bella Beach Resort. And it's pretty decent. But a lot of the reviews do point out that there's no beach. However, I was talking about this in a maths group. And somebody pointed out that they've been to the Keys many times. And there's not really, like you know, strolling, lazy beaches in Key West. Like, it's a lot of that kind of marsh um, terrain. So, like, to really enjoy the water, you have to be out on a boat or you have to go to a specified beach where they have. So I I don't know if that changes how we think about the resort, but I thought it was pretty nice. It's a four-star resort. Okay. And keep in mind, it was during COVID. So we don't know, like, what the restrictions were. But this place in February is about $900 to $1,000 a night.
1: Okay, that's a lot.
0: Which is what I pay for a week's vacation
1: <laughs> at the Jersey yeah. Shore. Especially not counting that you don't have, like, beachfront and you're not, like, right. Yeah. You oh, man. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so that's just a little bit of scoop at the top. So we're going to get into it. We're going to get into Bow and Johnny again. This is episode five. So Leslie, why don't you take us through our favorite couple, Bow and Johnny?
1: Oh, man. So it's day three into their marriage and they're waking up in the Florida Keys, as we mentioned. And, you know, so Marla may think that it's an old folks home, but the others are more content with it. They're like, oh, this is a nice accommodation. They're like, free honeymoon. Who cares? Free honeymoon. Like, who cares? It's also during COVID. Like, we're lucky that they were able to leave their state. Like, come on,
0: guys. Yep.
1: So, poor Johnny. He can't sleep. Bow could not stop snoring. But he does a cute thing, because he's, like, needling her, and he's all like, you know, there were some little animals visiting us, and she just looks so concerned, like,
0: What's happening? Yeah. Well, did you <laughs> notice the look of panic on her face? Because yeah. if somebody said to me there was a little animal in the room last night, I would immediately think a bug, yes. some kind of reptile. <laughs> yes, I mean, they're in Florida, it could be an alligator. Like she it just had a <laughs> panic. I was like, when because at first you
1: don't really get what he's getting at, your little animals visited. And I'm like, little animals? Like, are you talking about like guests or like actual creatures? <laughs> like, what is going on? And she's so concerned and then he's like, oh, no, it's just you snoring. So (laughs) she is super self-conscious about it. You could tell she, you know, she tries to laugh it off in the beginning, but you could tell that it really makes her insecure. And this is before she even admits to it later on. She's just like, "Okay, um,
0: (laughs) you know. Which I think I would be insecure about
1: that, too. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Do
1: you know if you snore?
0: I think I do, but not all the time. But I, I have thing, a lot of issues sleep. going on. Oh, you barely yeah. sleep?
1: <laughs> I, I barely sleep. So if I do snore, it's like a good night.
0: <laughs> yeah, because you're in a deep sleep I, then. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So
0: Johnny is, after this whole
1: snoring debacle, he's trying to plan a special evening with Val, and he invites Jose because then later we'll see that the couples get to meet each other and hang out with together. So that's pretty cool. So they get to meet each other's spouses and they get to hang out. So, he invites Jose, who, you know, if it doesn't work out with Bao, I'm sure that him and Jose will be a, happy. They have a bromance. They really have a bromance. They are, I mean, he told, he told us that he was like a, a little Pokemon in the wild, that he just was so fascinated by him. <laughs> um, so, you, you can tell they're totally crushing on each other. Um, so, Johnny is a little scared about his feelings for Bao, and he's trying to figure out the best way to kind of approach it, because she is a hard nut to crack. Because Mm -hmm. it's hard to tell because, you know, she has this whole thing of the no touching thing, but yet she kind of gives the implication sometimes that she's into him, but then sometimes it's it's hot and cold. So it's hard to read. So he's trying to make this picnic to see, kind of tell her. And this is really brave of him because he's he's the one that wants the girls to always declare their love for him first. He wants the clearance. He wants all the affirmations. He's going to put himself on the line and say, Look, this is where I'm at. I have things for you. Either you do or you don't, but I just need to tell you. So he gets there's this Moo and it's a size extra large. <laughs> and oh, of course. The, tra-
0: the trap of buying women clothing. It's, oh, man. Because here's the thing. Okay,
1: you get an extra large, you'd be like, Oh, gee, thanks. You think I'm huge. But if you get a small and it doesn't fit, you right. feel awful because you're like, Oh my god, I'm so big, right? So there's no winning. I feel there's like there's no winning. Never, no, just don't do me. it. Don't do it. Don't, don't do, do it.
0: it. Do like a one size fits all or something, yeah, there something you go.
1: like that, and you're good. But then if that doesn't fit, ooh.
0: yeah, that's a that's problematic, <laughs>
1: that's and it has you.
0: happened to me in my life. I,
1: that's happened to me too. So, this is why I feel like clothes are really bad Just give me the yes. cash, yeah, jewelry, or flowers, and yep. we're good, yeah. So, yeah, so he leaves the price tag on so romantic and of course Bow finds it when he presents it to her he's like oh it's an extra large Gee, oh you left the price tag on you know yeah she's a little bit bitchy about that you know I mean I get where she's coming from but again they don't really know each other in that sense for it to be like no. okay like he could have taken it the wrong way
0: because they don't know each yeah. other
1: that way um, yeah. Yeah, now leaving the price tag picnic. on
0: leaving the price tag on is totally a Jose move
1: Yeah, (laughs) probably, like, look how much I spent on you.
0: Yes. This is a baller
1: move. Look at all this money spent on you. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, he'd do that. Uh, Yeah, he keeps receipts, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. That's how he's up later on, put some on his little whiteboard. Yep. So Johnny has, like, these roses on the sand and, with this little picnic, and they got Prosecco, and they have a serious moment, and he tells her he's developing feelings for her, And, you know, as we said, usually he's the one that holds off on that. So it's been four
0: days. So it's growing, you know, fast for him. Did did you think that he was going to tell her he loved her? No, I figured he
1: wouldn't say that because that would be a little too much, especially because in his past, he always talks about how he never wants to be the first one. So I'm like the fact that just admitting that he's into her—it's
0: huge, a huge
1: step for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To say he loved her—that would be like, whoa. That's yeah, a little. Much.
0: Maybe we'll save that for decision day.
1: <laughs> so yeah, it's four days in, man, and even four days. they kind of know each other a little bit. They still don't know each other in that level. So Val is very, very quiet. So I am like, oh no, he is on his own.
0: We're all like, oh shit, yeah. Yep. I was like oh no
1: oh no I felt so bad for him and of course they have like the little cliffhanger where it's like the music and they're just like cutting to her face kind of like her non-expression and then he yep. cuts commercial you come back and it's still like tension is there but yep. then finally she leans, leans in and says the feeling is mutual so of she course he's so like oh cute she she's so cute, cute.
0: She's and of like course, a she's little like Woo-hoo! Pokemon. She's like a little Pokemon that I would like to put in my purse. Oh, uh,
1: they're they're adorable together. Like I really, I really, really hope that they work out. Like I hope that they don't disappoint us because sometimes you get so invested in these couples, you think yep. they're so great, and then later on in the season, you end up hating one of them, and you're like, oh, oh my god. But yeah. these so far, they look cute, and I hope that they work out. Um. So yeah. So Johnny admits that he just wants <laughs> her tongue all over his mouth. <laughs> Um, but then, and then Bao finally says, you know, she comes clean. She's like, you know, she is self-conscious about the whole snoring thing. And, you know, he had put on headphones at one point and he like mentioned it and she talked about being in summer camp and that she wouldn't fall asleep because she was scared of being made fun of because if she started snoring. And so it made her kind of sad. So she put that out there. So hopefully he'll... Cut that out. But he did admit that you know it does bother him, not to her. But he did like in a confessional, like kind of like, yeah. you know, Storm bothers me. You know, it's hard mm-hmm. to get used to.
0: I wonder if she like sleep apnea or something. It could be. But then she does say, like, if this keeps coming up, we're gonna have to sleep in separate beds. I know. So that wasn't know. good. That was know. not good. Not good. Mm-mm. Not good at all. So, so yeah, so that's them. They're that's how we leave them, right?
1: Home. Yeah, yeah.
0: We leave them with. I think I need to be in a separate bed. And Johnny's face is just like
1: oh. exactly. Yeah.
0: Um. I want to talk about before we go into Mirla and Gill. I just want to talk about the pool scene for a minute yes. because I feel like Gill features prominently in the mm-hmm. pool scene. So I just have a few notes. The couples are telling each other about how it's been going, and Brett and Ryan are say they're splitting bathrooms, and Rachel says her expectations have been exceeded. Yes, of course. So Gil starts totally giving them the dish on Mirla. Mm
1: -hmm. Like he
0: is throwing her under the bus. Yep. He's like, she's high maintenance. She hates the hotel, all this stuff. And then he like this. So you can tell early on what the focus for each couple is going to be. And for Gil and Mirla, it's going to be that they haven't kissed. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, we haven't kissed. And Jose and Rachel just start making out in front of everybody.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And Ryan and Brett say that they have been kissing a lot, too. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say something on Unfiltered, Jamie Otis, who we all know I didn't have a feeling on before yesterday, says, what base did you get to? Oh, Lord. Who says that to a grown man? She was asking. I think she was asking Ryan. see, this is the
1: thing. That's why Gil is mad, because he's like, I'm still trying to get my first at-bat. You guys are sitting pretty at first base. And I'm just standing here, like, just waiting
0: to swing. Yep. Yeah. I'm sorry. It was Jose. It was Jose on. Oh, okay. And he's like, oh, I think like, one or two bases. You could tell he didn't understand the bases thing, probably because nobody talks like that anymore, Jamie Otis. But he was like, I I think like one or two bases and maybe a stolen base here and there. Wink, wink. Ugh, it was so gross. Oh, stolen
1: base. What does that mean? She didn't want you to touch her privates.
0: Yep. Yep. So Gil is, he keeps telling the couples about the hotel and Mirla and blah, blah, blah. And then finally Brett speaks up and says, Mirla really needs to be here. Like, in other words, this is icky. Do not do this. I, yeah. I have a real problem with this. Like, I've known couples in my life who have talked about each other, be, like, in behind the other one's back. That bothers me. It really bothers me. It, it never me. ends well. Because it yeah. goes
1: back. It's a game of telephone. It goes back. Hey, so he was saying blah, blah, blah. And then it gets a whole other thing. Like, why would he say that about me when I'm not there? It's
0: and not I just that. feel like there's, like, a level of disrespect. Mm-hmm. I can't explain it. It just and bothers again, me. They
1: don't know each other. So they you don't, don't know, know what's going to trigger the other person.
0: Yep. All right. So let's get into Mirla and Gil. Go ahead.
1: Okay. So it's the mornings, you know, and their honeymoon. And Mirla is trying to have her breakfast. And she makes Gil taste her milk, which sounds disgusting. <laughs> I know I just, I just said it and I heard it. And i was just like, wow. that's Wow. My notes are here. But um, here's the thing. She wanted own <laughs> She prefers almond milk. She wanted frothy almond milk with her breakfast. So mm-hmm. she makes still tasted to make sure that it's not whole milk, which it is.
0: Which she might be. I was thinking about this. She might be lactose intolerant be or she might be vegan. And it she can't taste the milk. The milk.
1: So, because at first we were like, oh, what a diva. She's gonna make. But here's the thing: I cannot have milk, whole milk. Because it makes me sick. I'm lactose intolerant. Yeah. intolerant. So I totally get it. I've had sips of coffee where I order, like, sometimes I could do the skim milk and I'm I'm like, my stomach is okay. Yeah. And and sometimes I'll taste it. I'm like, oh no, it's the wrong milk. And I always feel like a diva being like, I'm sorry, but can you remake this? Can you get me a soy milk or an almond
0: milk? Mm -mm. My daughter gets violently sick from milk. She can't have it. I always feel
1: bad, you know? But but sometimes you just can't process the milk. Like, and also, if it's a preference and you're paying for it, you know, whatever. Do yeah. it.
0: Yep. Yeah. And she was, she was very polite about it. Yeah. When she called down and was like, you know, I need almond milk. Like, she was really polite about it. But you can tell that it's edited in a
1: way to make it seem like, oh, here she goes with another one of her demands.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: 100%. So Gil asks, on a scale of 1 to 10, how happy she is so far. And she says 8 because there's no glitz and glamour so far. I was shocked that she would ha- like rate it that high because okay. she seems to be like annoyed by everything.
0: This has gone this trope of rating the marriage has gone really awry in the past few seasons. <laughs> there have been a lot of fights over this. I forget who the couple was, but there was a couple where he rated her like a seven point five and it got back to her and it was like a whole big thing. Do not ask people to rate the marriage, do not ask people to rate happiness, do not ask people to rate anything. How about you say, are you happy?
1: Yeah. Yeah. On scale of one, to two, oh God, it's so annoying because it's arbitrary because it's like, how do you really rate something like you that? You
0: can't. You can't measure it.
1: So when we go back to the couples without Mirla, Mirla can't make it because apparently she's working. So she's doing the work thing. Yeah. Yep. So he's there. He meets all the other couples and they're hanging out and he's asking them, you know, like, how far have you gotten? And things like that. Yeah. So the whole volleyball trope, you know, he takes a volleyball like a Wilson and basically like <laughs> the eyelashes. I love the eyelashes details, but <laughs> of the volleyball and a big smile. Yep. And they're tossing Mirla around the volleyball and having a great old time. And, you know, Gil keeps harping on the fact that they have not kissed.
0: Yes. He it's going it to like be that. their thing. Yep. It's so this gonna is going to be, gonna
1: be something that's going to be it might get uncomfortable because he's going to be the one pushing her kind of like, oh, but the other couples are doing it. And it's like, dude, how old are you? Like, calm down. Yeah. I wonder if the other couples had been on a similar t- timetable, if it would have bothered him, we probably would have been like, oh, it's normal then. If they would have been like, oh, we're still strangers. We haven't really
0: kissed. Maybe. And I feel like by talking about it and harping on it, you make it a thing, right? And then you don't know how to naturally, like just let it happen naturally. mm mm-hmm. It'll happen. Like take her dancing and lean in and kiss her. You know what I mean, or something like that. Like, don't make it this thing. Now it has a life of its own, and now it's got to be like, oh, let's kiss. Like it's planned. Yeah. It's weird.
1: Yeah, for Gil, physical touch is very important. So Love language. The fact that she's taking things so slow is concerning him. And then you know they we find out later that Marla has only had four serious relationships before, which. That's, that's huge, actually, because she's, like, what, 35? Yeah, that's... it's
0: still kind of a lot. Yeah, it, like, not, a not abnormally a lot, but it's it's a good amount. Like she's had Yeah, that means that yeah. she isn't
1: really playing games, that she yes. wants to commit, and she's able to commit. So that's what yep. that shows you. Yep. You know, and then she claims to be a touchy person, but that's not what she's displaying at the moment. So Mm-mm. that's why it's frustrating to go, because yeah. he wants the physical touch. She's kind of reserved. And she keeps saying, we just met, but you're my wife. That's yeah. another thing. This yeah. always happens on the show. It's like whenever there's anything anyone is uncomfortable with anything, they're like, oh, but we're married. That's always we're married. Thing that thrown over. It's like you could get yep. married to someone for 20 years and still be uncomfortable with certain aspects of things. A hundred
0: percent. So I don't know. I do feel though that there is a little teasing between them that's kind of cute. Like I feel like, um, he chides her a little bit, and she kind of like they—they're always like kind of smirking, yeah. When they're talking to each other, and I just think it's—I think there is something between them, and this may come back to bite me in the ass. I'm sure it's—I'm what sure it will. Next episode, I'll have a different point of view. I kind of like her.
1: I like her too. I yeah. think that she's getting an edit where she's made made up to be the diva and yeah. made to be. the the difficult one and I mean Gil is also playing into it because he is accommodating to her and he kind of like teases her a little but then I didn't like the fact that when they were all together without her that he was kind of talking smack about her I didn't like that because in front of her he's making it seem like he's okay with it like oh that's just how she is but he called her a toddler and that she's throwing tantrums
0: yes and and I'm not saying like I'm not saying that there's not some truth to her being a little high maintenance. Oh yeah. But like, I don't think it's over the top. Not yet. Anyway, no, I don't think it's over the top. I don't think it's crazy. And I think that she kind of has a sense of humor about it. Cause when he pokes at her, like she, she can laugh at herself. I think if she were a true diva, when he was telling her like you're high maintenance, she would have thrown a fit. Yeah. She but, like, definitely... instead, she, like, giggles and she's, like, smiling at him. So I think it's a little thing between them.
1: Yeah. So then, Go plans a romantic surprise for them. This is afterwards, you know, he comes back from the pool, he gives them the 411, and all well, the other couples look what they're doing. They're all kissing. We're not, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like champagne. And they're at the balcony, they sit together, there's macaroons. They have Oh, yeah, they looked she's, good. <laughs> she's impressed, you yeah. know? And he was like, you know, I'm always excited when I get her, you know, to feel, like, impressed or happy about something. Yeah. Because you would think, oh, I have a surprise for you. And taking her to a balcony, if you're thinking, oh, she's Miss Diva, she's going to be like, really? A balcony with no beach view?
0: Yep, yep. But
1: she liked it. So it's A like balcony not- at
0: the retirement home? Exactly.
1: <laughs> So she's not as bad as they're kind of trying to make her out to seem. So I agree. Of course, Gil thinks that the macroeons are bougie and <laughs> the cookie is just as bougie as her, according to him, and that he's more like a chocolate chip cookie kind of thing. So I prefer oatmeal raisin, but that's just me. There's nothing wrong with. Chocolate I, chip, I'm gonna be
0: honest with you. I've never met a cookie I don't like, so yeah, <laughs> whatever it is, put it on. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> so Gil reveals that he's been, uh, it's been six years since he's last been in a serious relationship. So Gil is working extra hard to get Merla to open up and plans this whole um, trip, like the seaplane trip. Yes, now that one, oh my god, see. I am terrified of heights and I'm me terrified too. of water. I cannot swim. So that really? would not work for
0: me. Okay. That would not work for me. Okay. See, I'm I'm terrified of heights, I'm terrified of rides and anything dangerous. Yet oddly I feel really safe in the water because I know that I'm a good swimmer. Plus I'm pretty buoyant. I think I can float. <laughs> no, I, I just can't
1: because I learned to swim like in summer camp and I remember Someone, like, you know, like, the kids would, like, kind of, like, pick you up and toss you around without you, like, really knowing or paying attention. Yeah, And I hit my head once at, at the pool, and I was almost drowning. So, <gasps>
0: since then, it's,
1: like, I forgot how to swim. Like I, I yeah. don't know anymore. Like, I don't trust myself. Like, I'll start, and then I'm, like, ah, I'll freak out. Yeah. So, that's why I hate water. So, I'm terrified of that.
0: And but so- I, I feel like a surprise for somebody could be something like the balcony scene, right? Mm-hmm. If you're going to surprise somebody with a helicopter ride, I feel like that's something you should check out ahead of time to make sure yeah. they're not afraid of heights. They're not afraid of motion. They don't get motion sickness. Like, it's a lot. Like, it would be like if I surprised my husband with bungee jumping. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah, know if would he would be fly. into that. Like, it, it would not fly with me. He would probably do it. I would never. If he surprised me with this airplane ride, I'd be like, eh. I hate your guts. Why do you hate me so much? Why are you making me do this? I'd be a big old baby. And even though she gets motion sickness, she
1: still agrees to go. She's like a sport about it. So again, yep. it's like we're setting her up to be like this monster. But yet she's able to kind of let in and, you know, play along. Which I didn't think that would be the case in the beginning because if you remember in the first couple of episodes when she was all like, "I don't want to do this, like the bachelorette party. I just want to be married. I don't want to do this. I'm not the person. I'm not this. I'm not kissing." You would think there's no way she's going to shut everything down, but she doesn't. She actually like gives in to stuff. So,
0: Mirla, Mirla is somebody who, again, I'm going to regret saying this. Mirla is somebody who I feel like just really knows herself mm-hmm. and is comfortable with herself and is confident and knows where to put boundaries. And that's off-putting to a lot of men. Yes. I think it's off-putting to a lot of women. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it can be, like, I I'm kind of envious of how she's able to just easily set these boundaries for herself. Like, no, I don't want to do that. This is not my thing, or whatever. Um, because
1: you're taught that if you're like that, oh, you're not being a good sport. Why well, are right. you being know? bad? Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: especially women. Yeah, especially women.
1: And it's like, oh, just give it a try. Come on, how do you know if you don't? Like, if you don't want to do something, like if someone tells me, like, let's go pet snakes, I'm gonna be like, no, I don't want to do that. And oh, you're such a bad sport. Why don't you want to pet snakes? Um, because I don't.
0: Right. Like, exactly. Hundred percent.
1: Yep. but then people would try to make you feel bad. Like, come on, like you know, we're all doing it. You know, don't be such a coward. And then you kind of, and then that's where I would give in and be like, oh, okay. And then be terrified and resentful and hate everyone. <laughs> yes, but that was Coco. She made her little cameo appearance. I don't know if you heard her, but
0: oh, I heard her. She has a lot to say.
1: <laughs> yeah, she has a lot to say. She doesn't like. She's, Nella, apparently she's she like Amy.
0: She's like Amy. I'm coming for you. Keep this warning. <laughs>
1: But yeah, so that's basically them. They do the seaplane; Everything
0: goes well.
1: And it seems like they're having a good time. Like they're, you know, they're yeah, getting Yeah, we there. leave
0: them in a pretty good spot. If it weren't yeah. for that opening scene with Gil talking shit about her behind her back, I would be like, they're in a really good spot. But yes. his behavior concerns me a little bit.
1: This is going to come back to haunt him. I think that one of the ladies is going to tell her and it's going to cause a whole issue.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we have Brett and Ryan. Okay, so Brett and Ryan are having breakfast and talking about their dating histories, and we're starting to see a little change in Ryan. Like he was Mr. Awkward, but like that that supposed player side of him is starting to peek out a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think he's not smooth, but it's we can see his douchiness starting to emerge. So Brett says her last first date was two years ago and it was in a bar. And they start talking about first dates. And she's like, where would you take me on a first date? And he's like, well, I would take you to the restaurant of my choice. And they would make me seem way more important than I am. So he must know people who own a restaurant or he must go somewhere all the time. And he's like, then you could decide if I was a cocky asshole or not. Mm, I'm thinking the former cocky asshole. And then, But they do seem, I have a note here, that they do seem to get along. Yeah. They really do. So Brett and Ryan go for a massage and they're talking about having kids. And she asks when he would want kids. And he's like, right now. And then he changes the subject by saying, okay, I'm going to change the subject, which means we're going to talk about sex. <laughs> so in order to get
1: these kids, we got to get to making them.
0: Yes. Yep. So the real heroes in this scene. Are the people giving the massage, the masseuses, would you say? Plural, I guess. (laughs) They are the real heroes in this scene. Because they even cut to one at the last part of this. And she has this look on her face like, help me. Help me. Yeah, It's COVID. No one is masked. And I'm rubbing these people down as they talk about being intimate.
1: Yeah.
0: So Brett tells the camera. He asks when they're going to be intimate. And then he tells the camera that... Brett tells the camera, I'm sorry, that she's happy with the progression of their intimacy. She wants to make sure there are feelings behind it, but Ryan just continues to push, and he tells her he's very sexual. What would you do if you were rubbing a man in a massage way, right? You're a masseuse. You're rubbing a man. You're working working the knots out, and he's talking about how sexual he is.
1: Like, immediately my hand (laughs) would start to, like, shrivel away, like, oh no. (laughs) I don't want to touch him. Are we done yet? I
0: don't want to do this. So they have a nice dinner later and they're sharing their thoughts about the other couples. And Brett is saying how much she likes Gil, but she also says she likes Mirla. So Mm -hmm. Brett wants to know what would a deal breaker be for Ryan. And he says he wants babies, period. He wants babies. He wants boys and girls. He would love to have a boy and a girl. His dream would be to have two boys and a girl. And Brett is just like, whoa. Yeah. (laughs) And she talks about how she's been single for a long time. And, you know, she never just wanted to be a mom. And then, of course, dramatic pause and freeze. We probably cut to commercial. I forget. But we come back and she's like, I didn't want to just be a mom, but I do want to have a family. So I am (laughs) on board for this. And Brett says Ryan has been amazing and she's seen good things. But I don't know if you've noticed this she's doing the classic woman thing where she's kind of checking with him to make sure that it's okay that she's moving slowly with sex. Yeah. She keeps kind of posing it as like a joke or something to see if he'll respond. But clearly she wants to know, like, am I going too slow? And I wrote, this is day four.
1: Yeah. You're good. You're not
0: going too slow. You're okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Later, there's a cute scene where Ryan and Brett try to get into a hammock, and oh I God. feel seen because my I outweigh my husband by at least fifty or sixty pounds. That my husband's like a stick. The two of us <laughs> getting into a hammock would be comedic gold. Like they could put that on YouTube. We would be flipping around like in the cartoons. I would be <laughs> squishing him. It would be hilarious. Um, so what Ryan would hold drinks while being on hammocks. Like it just seems yeah an Olympic task (laughs) they are both in good shape they can handle it I would not be able to so Ryan tells the camera that they've talked about a lot and Brett hasn't had the experience he has had and that means sex means more to her and he says he's this is the greatest thing he's definitely willing to be patient and to wait as long as it's not too long (laughs) He is isn't patient. that the the isn't that antithetical to being patient and willing to wait saying as long as sure I could be patient as long as it's not too long <laughs>
1: yeah that's not patient at all yeah let's and be I patient
0: yes and I wrote again this is four days in four days in and he's starting to have the the pressure
1: and then you could see why he's still single why he was still single. Yes. Like he's expecting something and I'm pretty sure. And, and also the thing that he kept harping on the fact that she like acted crazy on the airplane. I wish we had footage of that because I need to see what level this was. Because he's making it seem like she pretty much was like screaming and they had to restrain her.
0: The MAFS universe wants this footage. Like they yeah. want this footage. Don't they ask the couples in previous seasons... I could have sworn last season they had them... Was quarantine... Was the virus around last season? I think it was. I didn't
1: watch that season. I
0: think it was. And I think they had them self-filming. Mm-hmm. Like, on okay. the airplane with masks on. I seem to remember that, guys. Let us know if I'm wrong. But I could have sworn that... So so they could have been self-filming. Where's that footage? Yeah. Where is the poor United Airlines worker who has to duct tape Brett to her chair? <laughs> Oh, man. Because of her outburst. Okay. So now we have Mikaela and Zach. Yes. Oh, I like them too.
1: I do oh, too. Oh, man. So this one was really short. They were barely in this episode because there's not much to do because Zach is sick with COVID.
0: You yeah. know, he
1: has chills, body aches. You know, he has been feeling worn out, you know, the past five days or so. Because if you remember, during, I think, um, Right before the honeymoon started the day of their wedding he was talking about like one of his friends had gotten COVID and then he yes got to get tested so I'm guessing that's where it came from so yeah they had a
0: super spreader wedding yeah basically
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Michaela of course is annoyed because she doesn't get to wear her bathing suit that she got to wear mm-hmm, her for mm-hmm.
0: her husband
1: you know now like, okay. keep
0: in mind this is shot we thought it was February or March of 2020 right or was mm-hmm. it
1: Think, yeah, it was it early 2020 yeah
0: would it have been 2020 or 2021 it would have been 2020 right they can't turn around that fast yeah I think it
1: would have been 2020
0: but like the point is this is a point in time where COVID is being taken very seriously and
1: it's very and scary and she's
0: worried about wearing her bathing suits okay. yeah she's like
1: I don't want to be by myself I'm married and she's holding up like her ring like I'm just worried
0: I'm worried about Zach's gorgeous brothers and yeah. Michaela's amazing three sisters and hoping none of them got COVID from the super spreader event. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Like I get her frustration because it is like, especially last year when we knew so little about COVID and the idea of like not being able to be with your family you have to be away. Like I remember like just going for like Christmas and even for my mom's birthday last year back in April and I am standing outside her yard with a little sign saying happy birthday and all I wanted to do was hug my mom. Yeah. You know, and it's been months since I had hugged my mom and I was sobbing because I was like, this is not fair because it's like they're yep. right there. They're so far away. And you know that you think, oh, it's just a hug. It's not a big deal. But you it's a big consequences. Exactly. I know deal until it is.
0: I know like one of the most difficult parts of covid for us was my father in law was battling cancer and my mother in law could not be with him at any of his appointments. At any of his hospital stays. Like, I just feel so bad for these people. Like, if Zach gets hospitalized, which I hope he doesn't, but we don't know. He could. Yeah. She can't be in there with him. Nobody can. Not even his amazing mother. She can't yeah. be with him.
1: And that's what's, that's what's really tragic about this whole thing. Because it's like, there were people, you know, not to be too much of a downer, but there were so many people that died. Alone. Their relatives couldn't be there with them. Even yeah. though they were physically being able to be there but they just couldn't because yeah. of you know the disease and the spreading and the fear and
0: so but yeah. our point our point in bringing this up is there's a lot going on at this time yeah and Michaela's reaction seems kind of shallow I mean it, it might not seem. be and they might be editing you know picking out things that she's saying who knows she could have been saying like oh my god I'm so worried about you you know blah 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 But they didn't show that because you know how the editors are.
1: Yeah. With the edit, it seems like she's just worried that she doesn't get to be, like, on the beach or something. And she's, like, upset about that.
0: I do think it's bullshit that they're sending her home. Yeah. They they send
1: her home to Houston. He stays there. He has to stay there to quarantine. And it's, like, you don't know when you're going to see him again. And, you know, when she calls, she ends up calling Rachel and she tells her like this is what's going on. You know, Rachel admits, like, wow, like if this happened to us, to me and Jose, like of course the connection would be lost.
0: And she's like, Oh, I would like climb, scale a building to look yeah. at Jose, of course. <laughs> All right. So Leslie, I just looked it up. This was filmed this year. So here's because I was thinking to myself, it's weird that Michaela wouldn't she's been exposed. Why wouldn't yeah. they have her quarantine in a different hotel room? She might be vaccinated.
1: Ah, yeah, because if right? it happened already, like earlier this year, then yeah.
0: Because I was vaccinated in February of this year, so she easily could have been. Because they went yeah, on their honeymoon February March, I think.
1: March. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So she might be vaccinated. I- I'm not sure because I I thought it was an odd choice to have her get right on a plane yeah. when she's been living with someone who has COVID. I don't know. Kind of weird. So
1: at this point, she knows the severity of COVID and the repercussions. So even so, she should be a little more like, you know, I get it. This sucks, but this is what we've got to do.
0: Yeah. Is there anything else from them? I don't think so, right? No,
1: it was basically it. They were like separated and she's pissed and he's, you know, sick. And of course he wants to be better and be with her. But, you know, they just got to wait it out.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if their bond is different because of this, I mean, we know they have a lot of drama coming down the pike. Yeah. So we'll see. Okay. Now we get to what, who I'm calling America's most annoying couple. <laughs> and I feel like Rachel is trapped and she's being kidnapped and trying to blink for help <laughs> and we need to save her. Okay. Jose and Rachel. Yeah. So they they wake up and they're just again, everything is perfect, you're perfect, I'm perfect, we're perfect. Okay. They know each other so well. So then Rachel says, you know, we know we have every single thing in common. But we need to start thinking about maybe there are some differences between us. You think? Mm, yeah. So Jose says, "Oh, oh, I know a difference. You like your coffee black." Really, dude? Really? <laughs> <laughs> and then I realized, like, this is just her way of bringing up the teeth brushing thing again.
1: Yeah, that was creepy. What do you, okay, what are your thoughts on, on that whole thing? Like, if your husband, you've been married for 15 years, you're happily married, your husband was like, I'm going to brush your teeth. You'd be like, uh, no. No,
0: I'd be no. I like,
1: no, that's no cool, I'm good. I
0: think he was kidding. Yeah. But she clearly doesn't think he was kidding. So I think that we are missing something. Like maybe there was further discussion about it off camera. I don't know, but like she clearly thinks it's just sitting in her craw. Like she's like, because mm, I would have brushed right it off. Now. Like no pun intended. It would have been
1: yeah. like, oh whatever, it's silly.
0: Now I will tell you there are times he won't listen to this, so I can admit it. That I'm brushing my teeth in the morning. I'm half out of it, and I grab my husband's toothbrush by an accident, and I'm like, oh no, I've the wrong toothbrush. You mean <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's how they do it Squain.
0: Yep, that's how we do it. So you know, I'm, I'm, I. We've had toothbrush offenses in our house. Oh, let's just no. say that.
1: Thank but God, husband Amy does not listen to
0: this. But if he ever asked me to brush my teeth, I'd be like, "What is happening right now?" <laughs> like, and and I think for her, and we see this emerging, and I'll I'll talk more about this in a minute. Like, she thinks he's infantilizing her like she's he's treating her like a child and that's the problem okay yeah so she's like I also noticed that you like feeding me and they show footage from the wedding when he's feeding her which that's what you do at the wedding
1: yeah the wedding that's normal
0: yeah so she said she's not a little kid and Jose explains that he wants to take care of her and she tells the camera like she's nervous he won't let her be independent like she's getting some of those as we talked about last episode yellow flags (laughs) okay so then she tells jose this story about how like her father told her women need to prepare their lives in case they're left like and this is something that we talked about on darcy and stacy when i was on another podcast like i was always raised with the idea that women need if you're going to stay home and raise your kids which is an admirable thing to do it's also admirable to work and have a family you know whatever you want to do you do you um But there is this sense that whoever the caretaker is, whether it's dad or mom, you need a little escape money. You know, you need a little sock money in the drawer just to be able to to scoot out of there. So she feels like she was raised with that idea from her father. And like, that's kind of where she's coming from.
1: I mean, I totally understand it because my mother taught me the same thing. She was like, you know, you could choose whatever path you want. But always make sure that you are that you have your own finances and your yeah. own resources should there be a, an issue. Like even if I was going out on a date, she's like, Okay, just because the guy invited you doesn't mean he's gonna cover for it. So don't always have, have your own money for this. Yep. Don't have enough cap money. So I always I wouldn't go on a date unless I had money to make yeah. sure that if this guy stiffs the bill, I could pay it and get home.
0: Get home. Yep. Good adv- good advice. We're going to just keep coming to you for dating advice throughout.
1: Let's go to my mom.
0: Her advice would be like, don't date. <laughs> don't date. All right. So, Rachel has chartered a fishing boat for Jose. And Leslie, Jose's amazed at how well she knows him. Like, dude, you probably just told her you like to fish. Yeah. And you're in the Florida Keys. Fishing kind of, you know, goes hand in hand here. There's nothing else to do there. Have you been there? I've never been.
1: I've never been there. No.
0: But I'm a huge Hemingway fan. Like I would love to go. Oh. See the Hemingway house. I don't know. I just feel like I could I could blend in there a little bit.
1: I've only been to um, Jacksonville and Orlando and yeah. Daltona because my friend lives there. So that's usually my little stomping grounds. is Orlando and Daltona.
0: Yeah, we've been to, we went a couple of years ago to Anna Maria Island, which was beautiful. Like that was really, it's like a, like a less commercialized clear water. Like it's on the Gulf side, but like there's no oh, okay. fancy resorts. It's just kind of little islandy vibe houses. It's really cute, but never been to the Keys. Always wanted to go. Never been. Uh, not going to Florida anytime soon.
1: Nope. nope. There's like a storm coming
0: Nope, there's a storm and there's COVID just raging through. So I'm not doing that. Okay. So Rachel says she always thought fishing was boring. And they're both kind of slurring and it's hilarious. Like she's clearly drunk and she's like, Mm -hmm. "Uh, I want to catch one of those fishes. It's hilarious. And she tells the camera that Jose is so attentive, which she doesn't love. But okay, she's open to it. Yep. Jose tells the camera, he's so happy with Rachel. He's feeling like a team, and this is exactly what I wanted. Then they they show her getting the fish out of the cooler, and she's like, oh, I got it. And then she like goes to bite it <laughs> and then stops herself. So there we go. The next day, Michaela tells Rachel about the COVID. We talked about that. Later, we see them having a nice dinner outside, and Jose is in full Garrick-Merrifield shades. Did you notice this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Seeking sister wives, the monster Garrick Merrifield has these crazy shades. Jose's wearing them too. He makes a toast to his incredible wife, his incredible life. Oh God. Then we get some real talk. Mm -hmm. Jose's like, look, after the experiment, like would you be willing to get out of your like trash house and move to my palace (laughs) across town? (laughs) And she's like, look, I, I just don't really want to live in your house. We had a conversation about this last season with Virginia and Eric. It was kind of the same way. Like, Eric was pretty successful. He was a pilot and he treated Virginia like she was just some partying teenager and like he was here to save her financially. And, I, and I'm totally getting those vibes with Jose. He's like, you know, hey, whatever's your, whatever's mine is yours. But, you know, I want you to because li-, she's like, I don't want to live in your house. I want to be independent. I want to live in our house. So Jose tells the camera that her independence is disappointing. Wow. <laughs> and he wants, Oh, I'm paraphrasing. He was like, this stance is disappointing, but what he's really saying is her independence is disappointing. Yeah. He wants her to let him be the man and support her. And Jose tells Rachel, look, I just want to share my home with you. Like, I want you to see, you know, what I've built. no he wants to control
1: everything and we all know that rachel has gone through relationships where Mm -hmm. she's kind of had to change her entire personality yeah belief system everything about herself to accommodate someone else and now she's finally able to advocate for herself and that's what she's trying to do and And she's terrified
0: she's losing it she's terrified you're exactly right like would old rachel allow this to happen probably right probably. she would probably just be assimilated into the board like just okay you want to take care of me i need to be taken care of i'm yours but like she's worked so hard on her independence and she yes. i almost feel anxiety for her like this is terrifying for her i could tell yeah so later jose gets them dessert and guess what he wants her to feed him and she's <laughs> weirded out by this as well then they talk about getting a dog, and of course, like, he has it all figured out, like, it has to be a boxer, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's ridiculous.
1: He needs to control everything, even the breed of the dog.
0: Yes. Yep. She she kind of seems into the dog, mm-hmm. but I wrote, you know, she has such little agency in this relationship, it's really worrisome. I don't want to. So- people to get
1: dogs if they're not going to stick this out because the poor dog is going to be in the middle and then
0: it's like a weird like who's going to keep the dog and yep we fight over the dog 100% so she keeps reiterating I don't know if you picked up on this but she keeps using words like teamwork and we're a good team like she's trying to dial this back to be like well wait a minute we're a team we're equal yes yes so later that night in bed Rachel tells Jose like he's He's a little intense. He's always checking his investments on his phone. And, you know, she starts to kind of open up to him and be vulnerable and tell him, like, look, this is intimidating for me. Like, I don't have my shit together financially. I wanted to go to Europe. I got a credit card and I went to Europe, which is 100% Amy approves of this. Get a credit card and go to Europe. She says she has a problem and she needs to grow up. See, he's going to make her feel like an yeah. irresponsible kid like it's already happening
1: because she's already apologizing for like, yes. the way she is
0: yes yep jose tells the camera like this is a little concerning and then back in bed he asks rachel like is it okay if i can control the finances and i just wrote no 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 in theory it sounds like a
1: good idea because of the fact he's successful he knows what to do with money but then he is going to have to put on an allowance. That's what's going to end up.
0: Yes. Coming. Yes. Now I want to say full disclosure. I control the money in my house.
1: Nice.
0: Yes. Um, I like to say it was out of necessity because we just didn't have any when the girls were born. <laughs> and we, you know, like I wasn't working and we really had to work on making a dollar stretch to pay a mortgage and stuff like that. But but we were young when we were married, like we were 28. I know it's not super young, but it's young. No, it is young. I quit my job to have my kids. So like, I didn't really have my own source of income now, or then like I do now, but um, and my husband is also somebody who just doesn't give a fuck about spending money. He doesn't care about it, doesn't want it, doesn't need it, you know, but he has access to everything. He has all of our credit cards, all of our bank cards. He just, if he wants something, he just goes to the store and puts it on our, our ATM card or whatever. So I don't know how I feel about this. Like, I do think it's a super traditional thing. Mm -hmm. And I I always think to myself, if the script were flipped and my husband wanted to control the mic, I would not be okay with it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel like the feminist in me would be like, "Why can't I do it?" I mean, I suck yeah. at math and I suck at budgeting. Like, I my finances are finally at this point or like stable. I have a decent mm-hmm. credit score for the first yep. time in my adult life. Yep. But for a lot of my twenties, I was just a mess. I was living me on too. Me too. I was charging like even to get like a bottle of water, I had to charge it because mm-hmm. I had no money. Yep. Like, it was just such a yep. mess.
0: Yep. And so I remember. I don't know. My first husband was not good with money and we had no money and he was also not good with employment and we just had no money. And I can remember, I knew how long I would have in each grocery store to be able to write a check that they would cash it. Do you know what I mean? So I knew if it was Wednesday, I could go to this grocery store, write a check, get food. And they would, they would not cash it till Saturday. (laughs) This is where I was living. My credit score was like, in the 400s when I got divorced, like it was awful. And I worked just a really, really long time to rebuild all of that. Yeah, I don't that think I could money. give it over to somebody. She, Her instincts are right. She needs to control her own money. Yeah. And what she said was the perfect idea. Why don't we have a joint account where the joint bills come out of? But I have my own account where my paycheck goes. And you have your own account where your paycheck goes. Yeah. Sounds and good to me. This
1: goes into the joint.
0: Yep. She said she doesn't like the feeling of getting an allowance and that's what it would feel like. And he would be a nightmare. He would be a nightmare.
1: I'm pretty sure that if she was like, oh my God, these boots, like let's say she wants to get these cute boots.
0: He'll be like, oh, but are they nope. on sale? Do you really nope. need that though? Do nope. you have like
1: three pairs? And yep. Yeah. No, I, I would feel like a child because yes. I remember when I had an allowance and it was like, I had to wait until my mom felt like okay
0: you could have the money now
1: or when she had it because it's not like we have like a ton of money anyway so
0: yeah it's just do not put this dude in charge of your finances rachel if you're listening which you're not do not let this dude (laughs) be in charge of your finances
1: no keep your independence yep it's getting good this is the part where it starts to get really good because they're okay the wedding is over honeymoon's over now they gotta live in real life yeah, and this is when their lives actually come together and then you see what works and what
0: doesn't work. Did you notice? I'm gonna harp on this again. No visits from the experts. No like yeah. intervention with Michaela, like, hey Michaela, if that's happening, which it might be, we don't see it. Yeah. Yep. So here we go again.
1: Well, they could use the excuse of COVID, but they could do like a, a Zoom call.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. And the experts better be vaccinated, I would think. Yeah. Who knows? All right, so we haven't checked in in a while with your predictions. So what are you thinking, Bonnie, uh, Bao and Johnny? Oh, Bonnie. Bonnie. <laughs> <laughs> Bonnie. What are you thinking about Bao and Johnny? Together, not together? Let's talk just decision day. Do they decide to stay together or not?
1: I'm going to say yes. And I agree. This is the reason why. Because they have so much in common in terms of their past, their traditions, what they want. I mean, they might, we might see in the future there might be some clashes with Bao opening up to him. But I think that she will come around because she does like him.
0: Yeah, I agree. She
1: will try. I think that she will let her guard down. But it's going to take a while. And it, it's going to frustrate him.
0: I think the experts actually did a decent job on this one. So I'm assuming it was Dr. Pepper behind it. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, she did ambush her.
0: She did. <laughs> it's true. All right. So Merlin Gill. I don't see this working
1: out. Like, I want them to work out, but Me I feel too. like she's going <laughs> to get really emotionally invested in this, and he's going to tap out and be like, no, I can't do it.
0: Well, and I think that he thinks it's cute and playful now, but he's gonna kinda, to he's a little misogynistic, just a little mm-hmm. bit. I mean, we've seen hints of it, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying, like, it takes a certain kind of man to be a really strong woman. Yeah, I don't know if he's able to do like I think he thinks it's cute right now because I think he thinks he can change it.
1: Yeah. That's what
0: when I he when he sees it's not changeable, they're gonna clash. Yeah. Yeah. Brett and Ryan. God,
1: I hope they don't work out. No I to be free not like him for her. There's just like this episode, it was starting to show that he was like Just like his posture, just sitting down. He was starting to be like a douche. I was like, "Mm, I'm not liking where this is going.
0: Yeah, he's like the bro mask is being revealed, right? Yeah, like
1: he's not the shy little like, oh, you know.
0: Mm -mm, Not at all.
1: I think that there's a reason why he was single for so long. He was probably very, very picky. Yep. And, you know, was like, oh, she didn't check all my boxes. Well, next, you know.
0: Yeah. I think that that's what he was. 100%. Um, Mikaela and Zach, or as I call them, Mac.
1: I want them to work out because they're so cute together, but based on the previews, I don't think it's going to happen.
0: I don't think it's going to happen either. Also,
1: he's too young. I feel like he jumped the gun on this. He's too young. He should have, you know, waited a
0: little. Yeah. Like we need to see him on like too hot to handle. Yes. That would be nice. All right. Um, and Jose and Rachel. (laughs)
1: You know, they could work.
0: They could work. They're both,
1: like, annoyingly into the idea of being together. I don't know if they even like each other or if they're just, like, really into the idea of making this work. Because that's what it comes across sometimes.
0: I think Jose's just one of these people, like, these are the five qualities I need in a wife. She will meet them. You know what I mean? Like, everything. Mm -hmm. Like, he's just, he has the ideal and no one is ever going to live up to that. Yeah. Rachel is amazing in her own right And she should not take that personally But this is a disaster We're headed for a disaster Because yeah. she will take it personally That she's not living up to his ideal But no one can live up to that ideal Period well said. Yep. Alright so thanks for listening guys um, Again my name's Amy I host another podcast called Gen X This Is Why Where I talk about Little House on the Prairie With my sister And Leslie where can we find you?
1: You can find me at Sinister Girls. It's also a podcast and I interview musicians and sometimes they perform on the show and we just talk about their music and promote the music, especially women in music. So a lot of, we have a lot of female fronted bands, a lot of female artists and all kinds of music genres. We just like to promote the music, especially indie music. And sometimes we get, like, the big power hitters, and it's like, how did that happen? I do <laughs> not know. I'm, I still don't know how I managed to interview half of these people. But awesome. I, I did it. So just
0: check it out. So girls Follow us on Twitter. Girls, just, girls yeah. with a Z. Girls with a yeah. Z. Yep. Oh, and also, I started an Instagram for us for Six Degrees of Reality TV. I'm not good at Instagram. So please, yeah. please just follow us.
1: Yeah, follow us. Because
0: I am an old lady. I am a Gen Xer. You know, Facebook is more our speed. Instagram is a millennial thing. So, Leslie, you yeah, have I'm to. Yeah, I'm millennial. Yeah. I'm going
1: to make some memes. I like making memes. They're, they're
0: fun. So. Okay. All right. Sounds good. I think Jose and Rachel are ripe for meming. Oh, my God.
1: It's yeah. just part of her being like, you know, looks don't matter to me. They, yeah, <laughs> we got paired together. You know,
0: that's just like perfect right there. Perfect. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye!